Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Braxton coming in with episode one of For the One, and I have a special guest with me, Mr. Matt Kirkpatrick. What up? <laughs> yo, yo. I just want to start off by uh, telling Matt, you know, like how much he means to me, you know, and just saying thank you for coming on to the show. You know, like I really appreciate you and, you know, the way you lead us as a college pastor and just everything that you and your family, you know, the, the, the things that y'all commit to us and just the time y'all take out of y'all's lives and just, it means, a, it means way more and you've impacted us way more than I feel like you sometimes realize and I just want to thank y'all for that. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, you having me over here. Uh, we don't, we don't see it as, as time that we're losing. We see it as time we're investing and so we're just honored to be a part of your life and, and so many other college students' lives and students in this area. We moved up here to, to, to do something special and lead people to Jesus and so thanks for let me be a part of you, your podcast. I love this microphone. Absolutely. And this headset. This is awesome, man. This For sure. Cool. The tissue as the filter. <laughs> the <Yeah>. tissue. <laughs> um, so as some of you may know and how most of you don't, um, the heart and vision behind this podcast actually came from Matt. He uh, was talking to us about it after a 252 event. And, you know, he just kind of started talking about this theme for the one. And I'm going to let him take over if that's cool and share a little bit of his heart and the vision behind that about like what that comes from well I think there's and there's so many you know I remember talking with you guys that day and I remember that kind of jumping on me the, the the weeks before I met with you guys because it was kind of towards the end of the semester and we're going into the summer and I was trying to really focus everybody in and for myself focus in on what what is my life like what what should my summer mean what should my life mean what like what helps me focus and live my life uh the right way. Everybody's looking to live the right way. And in my mind, we can't go wrong living for the one, his name's Jesus, who yeah. saved our soul, yeah. who looked at our messed up lives and said, hey, I love you and I have a plan for your life. I want to use you. And we'll never go wrong living for the one that doesn't know that yet. Right. So yeah. uh, it helped me and I wanted to transfer that to every person uh, from 252 and every person uh, hopefully at one and it's just a. It, it. I think it's something. If you if you set your life to this, you know, mantra of like, I'm gonna live for Jesus. And I'm gonna live for other people. And but focusing it into like you know, I'm not gonna you know, like focusing it like for the one. Yeah. Like sometimes our hearts we get so overwhelmed with everything we could do, everything we could be a part of, everything we could. For the one says for the kid who's in your class, for the roommate that you have, for the for the parent, for the for the sibling, for the cousin, for the one who's in your path that day. Uh, and also for, you know, Jesus is always with us for the one who saved our souls. And so uh, that helped my heart, and I, and I tried to transfer it to, to everybody I could. And so um, it's, it's something that jumped on me. And Braxton loved it so much, he stamped it on his body permanently. So I haven't yet, but that's the plan. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I really, like, I loved, like, from the time you gave us that message, you know, like, I really just took that and ran with it. Like, I almost felt like Michael Scott in an office episode. I was like, I've had this dream since lunch, and I'm not giving up on it now. <laughs> It's like, this what is absolutely it. But um, <laughs> I think the verse for me that, like, I really went to and is just, like, you know, the parable of the wandering sheep. And, you know, in Matthew, it talks about, in verses, Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, it says, What do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away? Will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in Heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. And, like, I just think that, you know, just that, like, I feel like that's the heart of God, and, like, that's the heart that we should, you know, strive for. Like, that's something that we should, like, go after, like, full, like, full-heartedly, like, with everything we have. And so, like, that's why with this vision of, like, for the one, like, whenever I think about that, that's what I look back to. And, like, yeah. that's something that I'm, like, that I just really want to chase after. And I feel like we can really, you know, 
if not only like not only if we get on board with that, but if we can get everyone else on board with that, like that's something that can change the world. What's what's cool about that scripture too is it's so illogical. Like he's not playing the numbers game there. Right. Like he's leaving ninety nine percent to go after one percent. Most people would say the odds are good. I got ninety nine. I did a yeah. good job. Like. But uh, in Jesus' mind, his love is, you know, very transcendent and illogical to this world because he's willing to go to the worst of the worst, to the lowest of the lowest, to leave, uh, to leave, you know, the 99 to go yeah. find the one person who's wandered off because he never lost that person in right. his mind. That's still, that's still a son or daughter that's one step away from, from, from calling and purpose and walking and everything that he has for him. And so that's, so good. Um, so that's I, I love that scripture and I love that story and I'm glad it inspired you because um, sure. I think I do believe if people catch that, uh, it, it changes it changes things pretty quickly yeah. in communities. Absolutely. So um, throughout the rest of the episode, like, you know, that's kind of the heart and vision behind what we want this podcast to be. But throughout the rest of this first episode, I just kind of want to go into, you know, we're going to be talking about struggles. So, like, for this episode, Sweet. I just want to talk about, <laughs> you know, something everyone loves to open up about. This is awesome. But uh, I just want to talk about struggles in general, you know, like, just mm-hmm. the basics of it. And honestly, like, that's something that we all do. Like, yeah. it's something that everyone I mean, I has a problem with. I mean, <laughs> Matt's perfect. But, uh, you know, it's something that, it, and it looks differently for everyone. And, like, yeah. that's something that I want to kind of get across to in this podcast, too, is, like, a lot of people struggle with the same things, but not everyone. You know, like, a lot mm-hmm. of people struggle with a lot of different things. Yeah. And so, like, that's why throughout throughout this podcast, like, I want to bring on, you know, different people who've gone through different things and let them, like, mm-hmm. speak on the things that yeah. they've went through because, like, somebody's went through it. Like, it might not be you, but, like, it's for somebody. Like, yeah. it's for the one that needs it. And, like, that's kind of my heart behind it. And um, so to start off with, like, I just want to talk about, like, why we struggle. Mm-hmm. And if... You chime in at any time that you want to, but I just kind of want to talk about, you know, like, why we struggle, and, like, the first thing on that is, like, just, you know, we, a lot of times we choose the world, like, we choose the way of the world over choosing God's way, Mm -hmm. and the thing that, like, that I have about it, like, is, you know, oftentimes we, we, we get to choose how we feed ourselves, yeah, like, we get to choose, like, do we want to feed ourselves, like, on the word of God, or the word of the people around us, Mm -hmm. and, like, both of those things can fill us, it's, like, we just have to choose, like, but, one can fill us where the other can satisfy us. Yeah. So like we can take in as much of the world as we want to, but it's never going to satisfy us. Like we have to realize that like until we begin to choose God's way, like that's the only satisfaction that's ever going to be enough. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. <clears throat> I think the world's way is easier, especially in the moment. Yes. And I think it's especially for you know for myself. I mean, growing up, I mean, we were we become inundated and innovated in so many different ways to get a quick fix. Or to get like a, a fix that is, you know, we know has an end date and an expiration date. But at the end of the day, like I'm, if I'm not satisfied, I'm not satisfied. Yeah. When you're hungry, you go find food. Right. Uh, so when you're in our souls, you know, they, they long and thirst and hunger for certain things. We hunger to be accepted. We hunger uh, to be uh, a part of something. We hunger uh, to, to feel good. Uh, and so I think most of us, we have good motivations going in. Uh, but over time, uh, because there's so many other options, there's so many different things you can be a part of. And, and my heart is, as a college pastor and as a student pastor, is not to be like, guys, quit doing bad stuff. My heart is to say there is something that is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, everybody struggles. Everybody struggles. And I think I think a lot of people don't hear, hear that enough and, and, and understand that enough is, Every single person you've ever seen preach on a stage has sinned and struggled yeah. and continues to struggle and and have some form of sin. Now they're sure. they're pastors and, and hopefully their 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 standard is much higher uh, than 
but at the same time, like there's everybody deals with things. Everybody has moments of doubt. Everybody has things, and I think a lot of people because social media, uh, we we can like we filter everything and we think through everything through a lens of like perfection. Yeah. Um, and nobody's perfect. No. We no, all no. fall short of the glory of God, and that's okay. God never meant for us to be become a God ourselves and no. be perfect. God gave us Jesus who bridged the gap, and so. Uh, I'm excited to talk about struggle. Yeah, you know the greatest uh, topic, the greatest topic in the world, and let's get better. And and uh, like like you said, like I think one of the reasons that so many people struggle with struggle itself is like just staying silent, you know, because a lot of times whenever we hold those things, like whenever we try to hold on to those things for ourselves, and whenever we're not open to opening up about them, you know. And I believe it was I, I think it was Jeremy Foster that said it, but it was like, you know, sin's not what's going to end up killing us, but, like, silent sin will. Mm-hmm. It's like, because, I mean, everybody's going to sin. Like, that's something that everybody goes through, but it's the people who aren't courageous enough to open up about it. It's those people yes. who are scared to, you know, take that next step and, you know, just talking about it and being real about it. And, like, that's what I want this podcast to be. Like, as we bring people on, like, I just want people to open up and be real and just be able to see that, like, this is something that you're not going through alone. Like, this mm-hmm. is not something that you have to face alone. Like, yeah. if you open up about it, like, yeah, it might hurt at first, but like it's something that's potentially going to change your life. Like, you 100%. know, and uh, so like going into that, like I would also want to switch that into like overcoming struggle. Like, yeah. we know why we struggle, but like as far as overcoming it, and like I have four steps that I wrote down, and I'm just going to list them out. But like I put it that we should accept it, then we should open up about it, then we should walk away from it, and then we got to learn to choose God's way. Yeah, and so like just going through those, like anything that you have that you can share, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I think accept it in the sense that we say, like, we acknowledge that, you know, we have a struggle, we have an right. issue. Um, it it doesn't help us to, to just run from the idea that we even struggle. Because um, that, that puts the weight of, you know, us feeling okay on ourselves. And I think ultimately leads us to a place where, like, we're running in circles. I mean, yeah. we're, we're there's too much pressure on ourselves. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 9, it's a scripture I thought of when, you, when we talked about... Uh, talking on this subject is you know it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it yeah. and i think about you know so much of you know the the idea of follow your heart you know let your heart lead you and this scripture says your heart is deceitful <laughs> above all things yeah the worst thing about you at times is your heart uh and that stings to hear uh but i think it's true like yeah. I, my heart, if I trusted my heart every single day, I wouldn't get to do what I get to do yeah. uh, because I do crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, everybody. And so I think I think one of the most important things we can do, we, we need to acknowledge that there's some things going on inside of us that we have to tame. Yeah. And thankfully, God has given us tools and abilities and gifts uh, to be able to tame those things. The Bible talks about he's given us through his spirit a soundness of mind. Like we can have a sound mind yeah. in the midst of struggle and temptation, but we got to acknowledge it. And we got to trust that the one answer that sticks and works, and there's plenty of other great things, accountability, and many other things that we can do to supplement the answer. But if the answer isn't Jesus, then all the all those other things are at the end of the day going to fall short for us, and they may last us a long time. There's plenty of people who have gotten off drugs or gotten over addictions because of good programs yeah. and good people in their lives. But we know ultimate victory and freedom comes from the name of Jesus, and. We have to, but we have to, we have to be able to look in the mirror and say, "I'm a sinner in right. need of a savior." If we can't get to that point, the rest of the steps don't matter. Exactly. If we can't get to the point where we say, "I am in desperate need of a savior," it makes it tough because t- t- at the end, because then we'll trust ourselves. Right. And the Bible says, "Your heart will <laughs> deceive you." Like, 
it will deceive you over and over and over again. So like, especially if anybody's listening to this, like if don't DM people at midnight, that's your heart <laughs> lying to you. That's not the way to do it, guys. Uh, there's so many, there's so many silly things that we can do thinking this is, we have to have this. And then you wake up the next day and be like, I didn't need that, Yeah, but I did it. So yeah, I I like that, that I accept it. And what was the second one? The second one was open up about it. Open up. That's huge, man. And And, yeah, like you talk about that. I feel like with that one, you know, like God can't pretend or like God can't heal who you pretend to be. Like, I feel like that's a very like. You know, like, if you put on this fake persona and you just act like, you know, like, like, like you are perfect, you know, you put on this, like, oh, I'm a Christian, like, there's nothing wrong with me, like, I go to church on Sundays, like, that's something that's not going to get you very far, like, you're not going to be able to go very deep, not only in your relationship with other people around you, because, like, obviously they're going to know you're fake, because nobody's perfect, but, like, Mm -hmm. that's not going to help you very far in your relationship with Christ, and, like, I don't want to speak on any, speak on anybody else's behalf, but, like, that's ultimately not, you know, what we're called to be, like, we're called to help others through those things, so, like, yeah. If we can open up about the things that we struggle with, other people can realize, like, hey, they're going through that too. And they can realize, like, hey, that's somebody I can reach out to. Like, that's somebody who can help me get through what I'm going through. And, like, it just builds that community, you know, that community that we're ultimately, like, sh- striving for. Yeah. And in Second Corinthians, it talks about, like, it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sakes... For Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, and in hardships, and persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And like I feel like that verse is just like it blows you away, honestly. It's because good news. like yeah, I'm like awesome. Like <laughs> the worse I am, the better God is. And like honestly, like that's what the verse is trying to say. Like you know, the more that you like, because whenever the the more perfect we pretend to be, like the more we're taking away, like the grace of God. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like, you know, the more that we're trying to, the more that we put on ourselves, the more that we're, like, not giving to God. Like, we're not giving to Christ. And, like, that's something that I've struggled with in my life. And I know that there are a ton of other people out there struggling with. And, like, so that's Mm -hmm. one reason, like, I wanted to talk about this is because, and, like, that's why this is such a big topic for for me is because, like, I realize, hey, like, if if people can hear this right out the gate, if people will just, like, accept this and open up to it, like, that's something that, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, it can be monumental. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, and and I mean, I think I think opening up about it is, you know, it's our hearts deceive us again because we think I've got a reputation to uphold. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've I've got a an image that people need to to see, um, and and the devil's a liar. You know, the enemy sure. comes to the the Bible says that the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and life to the fullest. And that life comes through our humility to the fact that God's strong. Yeah, absolutely. And we submit our weaknesses. We submit our addictions. We submit our struggles. We submit our insecurities. We submit the the things that we've taken on as truth that are complete lies. You know, like one of the the most freeing things for me have been the honest conversations that I've had with friends and accountability partners about, you know, I grew up, I struggled with pornography. Uh, I struggled with insecurity. I struggled with rejection. Like I, I held on to rejection for a long time from stuff that happened to me with being, you know, trying to date as a guy in high school and, and you know, girls turning me down. Like yeah. you, you can hang on to that stuff. Like some people today would say their biggest struggle is some things that they experienced when they're in the ninth grade. Right. Maybe listen to this. Like there's, there's, I'll never forget being a part of a, uh, getting a chance to pray with an older man at one of our, um, uh, our conferences and he'd come forward for prayer and he's sitting there. It was, the guy was a brain surgeon 
and he told me that he felt dumb. One of the things that drove him into being such a good, to, to being the, like, you don't have to be, if, you, if you're a brain surgeon, you've done something right. Yeah. Like, they don't just, like, let you, like, that's, you didn't find that job on Indeed.com. Like, no, like, he went to medical school, and he's up, he's up there giving me an honest prayer request that, like, I felt like I was dumb my entire life. This is a grown man who is a brain surgeon who's held on to so long this lie. And it was, you know, but it was amazing because I got a chance to pray for him, and, and the power and presence of God changes that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, becoming a brain surgeon didn't. Right. So maybe if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like, well, I've just got to accomplish enough to, to figure this out. And like, no, like what, what, what frees you up is the presence of God and sharing it with other people. Uh, in James, it talks about confess your sins, you know, confess your sins to one another, pray for each other that you may be healed. Like yeah. Healing comes from your brothers and sisters in Christ saying like, oh my gosh, you struggle. Let's pray. Absolutely. And, you know, get that stuff off you. Yeah, that's so good. When people come together and pray, it's powerful. So, yeah. And like, I think too, we have to realize like, you know, that God's not, God's not expecting us to be perfect either. You know, like God's not looking for a, for he like, knows us. Exactly. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not looking for perfect people. You know, he's, he's just, seen the whole picture. Exactly. Like, he's not, yeah. Like, he's he just, like, what you, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's not surprised by anything. Of all the people down there, I would never expect it to be you. But. <laughs> Braxton. What's going on? But yeah. Um, and then like walking away from it. And I think, honestly, I think there's this quote, like, and it's from who I consider one of the greatest prophets of all time. And it says, like, I get to where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. And like I just think that's so good. And who's who's the greatest prophet of all time? Uh, that would be Winnie the Pooh. But oh, Pooh Bear. <laughs> I mean, uh, if he's good, he's good, you know. But, um, man, that's good stuff. I mean, it really is. Like, and like, cause you're staying where you're at, like staying in your struggles, like staying silent about it and staying like, not get, not reaching out. Like that's not going to get you anywhere different than where you're at, like mm-hmm. in that moment. And I just feel like, you know, the more, the more that we can do stuff like this, you know, the more that you can, even if it's, even if you're not talking about it, like you don't have to be open to talking about it right away. Like you don't have to be like. You, you know don't what? Have to tell everybody. Exactly. Like you don't have to like be like, all right, I'm gonna hop on my Instagram story <laughs> and just let everybody know. <laughs> No, find <laughs> please know, don't find do some trusted friends. Find a trusted friend. Find a trusted leader, pastor, somebody that you feel like you can share those things with. Like this isn't a this isn't a call to just dish out everything yeah. to everybody because not everybody needs to know that stuff. Uh, but somebody does, right? Um, and let them help you carry that and help you turn. Because there's another way, like you know, like what Winnie the Pooh said. <laughs> <laughs> Love quoting Winnie the Pooh. This yeah. is this is awesome. But uh, God never meant for you to stay stuck. Uh, the Bible talks about keeping in step with the Spirit. The Spirit of God is always moving, and when we're moving, we're, that's when we're at our best. And so yeah. we don't want to get stuck in a season of life to where we can be a brain surgeon, but we're still stuck as a as yeah. a kid who feels like he's stupid. Yeah, um, so, that's one of the worst places to be. Yes, like, I've I've been there. I know you've been there. Like yeah. I have been a brain surgeon before. Yes, that was, yes. My, that was my first job. Out of <laughs> before the before cleaning pools. Yeah, before cleaning pools. Yeah, I moved up. The last the last thing that I have on there is just to choose God's way, and th- mm-hmm. that that sounds so simple, but like it's one of the hardest things we can do, yeah, it's especially every day. like in today. Like yeah, it's not something that you know that we once we become a Christian, like it doesn't just automatically happen. You know, like that's something we have to choose day in day out. Like mm-hmm. more than that, like you have to choose that every second, every second of the day. Hundred percent. And I think too, what most people struggle with is they they don't struggle with the one time decision. I think it's the daily decision. Yeah. Because I think they think. And I, I, I don't think they think. I know I thought this way before because yesterday was bad. I can't choose it today, right? Uh, because I was less than yesterday. Well, God's, you know, the deal is off, or the or the, the 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 contract has changed. I, it's voided now. 
uh, and the Bible says Jesus does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so whoever's, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast, just know like bad days do not mean God has changed his mind about the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future. It doesn't mean we want to stay there. It doesn't, I'm not, I'm not giving a push to be like, oh, it's okay. Like nothing matters that you do. It it all matters. But God is so much bigger than our struggles. The grace of God is so much stronger than the pull and the tug of sin and temptation. Like God wins. And so whatever we can do to be close to God, close to Jesus, close to the power of God, that's where we want to be. So on the heels of your worst day and your worst moment, the presence of God is still an open invitation to you. And so I think the, the if you hear anything from this from this talk on struggle is not like stop struggling, it's get close to Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. And the struggles that's that's where we find you know, help in our struggles and so um, yeah, God's way is the best way, and it and it, it's it's tough because it costs it's it's countercultural. You know, the yeah. the world's not moving in that direction. You know, Hollywood, everything that we see, everything that we like look up to, like it's not necessarily moving in that direction. That's fine. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, if it's God's way, I want to be in that in that direction. Sure. I want to I want to go that way. So. And like we have like another thing like you have to realize like your struggles aren't what defines you and like yeah. your savior like our savior Jesus Christ like mm-hmm. that's who defines us like whether we've whether we're somebody who's admitted to that whether we're somebody who's walked in that or if it's in, we're in a season in our life where we're like we're away from that like whatever it is like regardless like he like that defines you like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ died for you like that's right you don't you have you don't have to accept it but he still died for you that's and right. like that's something that I feel like people need to hear a lot a lot of times it's like regardless of what you're going through, like, he knows that you're going through that. Like, mm-hmm. he knows. Like, it's not like you're hiding it from him. Like, he still knows, and he still chose, like, yeah. to take the weight of the cross. And, like, mm-hmm. that's something that gets me, too. Like, it gets, like, really. it Because, really, like, I just be sitting there, and I'm like, hey, like, God did this for me. Like, mm-hmm. Well, he, he, he took, the, he took the, the weight of sin, death, the grave. You know, he took on... Uh, a terrible beating, a beating that goes far beyond even if you've seen the passion of the Christ, it goes beyond that. He carried a heavy cross. He was, and honestly, even thinking about the humiliation and the mocking uh, and the fact that only one friend, only one disciple stuck it out with him. Yeah. Uh, it was only John uh, and the other 11 guys were nowhere to be found. Peter obviously denied him three times. Like, I mean, think about, you know, m- many of us could, would, would tie a lot of our our biggest um, hurts and pains to like the relationships that have been severed. Well, Jesus experienced that in that moment too, of just his relationships kind of being non-existent in that moment. Yeah. Um, and and he carried the heavy cross, the hands and nails through his hands, nails through his feet, uh, spear in his side. I mean, every like I mean, unimaginable day. But we always remember this too: is is that tomb is empty three days later, and they're like, yeah. no matter what you. What, what changed my life is not just the fact that somebody died for me. It's also the fact that somebody got up again, yeah. that God rose Jesus from the dead. And that changes everything because a good man can die from some, for somebody, but only God can be raised to life again. Yeah, and so the good. power of God changes us. And there, there's that, that moment where we go from it's a good religion and a good guy to follow to like this is supernatural, this is real. God has the power to break things off our lives that maybe we believe our entire life that we can remember of. And it changes things, and it's it changes things for the better. And it doesn't mean there won't be bad days ahead, but we can. We, it's a lot easier to take on a bad day knowing the power of Jesus Christ lives inside of you. Yeah. Uh, it helps us not stay stuck. It helps us have perspective that is not earthly but heavenly. 
Yeah. And so it just it changes things, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so here at the end, I have a couple of questions I want to ask, Sweet. and it's just gonna you know apply to the things that we've been talking about, and just kind of see what you have to say about them. And the first one says, uh, "Why does staying silent about our struggles hurt us more than opening up about them?" I, it just makes us heavy. Um, I think I think a lot of depression and anxiety could be linked to a lot of things that we carry that we feel it's my responsibility. Yeah. Uh, this is this is my sin. This is my struggle, and I'm gonna take care of it. I, I know a lot of guys deal with that and face that. I think girls do too, mm-hmm. um, in in many ways and, and in different ways. Uh, but I think all of us we we feel the need because I think I think there's a there's a motivation that is we feel bad for what we're doing, and yeah. so we think it's ours. Right. The Bible talks about earthly sorrow and godly sorrow. Uh, earthly sorrow leads us to becoming heavy, depressed, frustrated, looking at our lives and saying we just don't measure up. But godly sorrow says I can I can cast all that stuff on the name of Jesus. It, it so doesn't. Good. It's not just a simple get out of jail free card. Like yeah. oh thanks God I'm out of here. You know it's 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 like a reverence of like oh my this Savior would take my sin and my shame and look at me with loving eyes and say I have a plan for you son I have a plan for you daughter. So it's it's shifting from that. It's all because earthly sorrow says it's like I'm just a bad person. Godly sorrow says God's bigger than the fact that I'm a bad person. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I, I get it. I understand it for sure. Uh, and so it it hurts us, uh, but there is a way out, and, and it's through 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 Jesus and through the God's people. Yeah, that's so good. Um, the next one says, how can we accept them and move on from them? And let's just talk about like the struggles that we face and. I think, yeah, like confession and confession with trusted people who can pray for you, not just confession that's just, you know, just saying it just to say it. Like there has to be a spiritual step we take with confession and and asking for people to pray for you and lay hands on you and not in a weird way, but in a powerful way. It's what the Bible talks about uh, praying for each other so that we may we might experience healing. That's not just for, you know, whether you've got a disease that you've had since birth or that you've been diagnosed with recently or you've got an addiction that you've been dealing with for you know, years, months, days, what, whatever. It's it's trusting and believing that um, that things can change mm-hmm. if I let those people in my life and I let God into it too. Um, and because ultimately, God wants us to get from a place to where it's not just about what we're struggling with, but also what He's called us to do and called us to be. Yeah, that's good. And so it's it's imperative. I think I think there's people around us who you know will. I'm, if I'm always just stuck in my struggle. And I don't ever do anything to deal with it. That God's given me a way out. I'll never get to the things that God's actually called me to do. And so, um, so yeah, it's just, it's powerful to to get absolutely. those things off you and, for sure. and live this life differently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the last question, it says, and you're a pastor, so this is going to help a lot of people. But it says, what do you do in your life to help you continuously choose God's way? Man, I mean, it's 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 a catch-all. It's it's your prayer life. It's the word of God, uh, and not just you know, those are those are given. But it's 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 not just something that you contain into like the the quiet time that you have, or you know the the moments of God that you the moments you spend with God in prayer or reading His Word. It's also does that stuff get to the rest of your life? Yeah, because I think ultimately like we don't have we don't struggle with sin at church on Sunday in right. the middle of the service. Yeah. We struggle the next day or the weekend or late at night or middle of the day or in our jobs. And so like, I think it's finding ways to allow that truth to, 
to seep into everything else yeah. about us. And so like memorizing scriptures and having them locked and loaded and ready to go when you're feeling temptation, when you're feeling insecurity. Uh, and I think it's having other people around you who are moving in that same direction. If you're the only person you know who is trying to do this, then it's going to be really tough. It's not impossible, right. but it's not, it's not God's best. I think God's best is that you would lock arms with people yeah. who are moving in that same direction, who you could be held accountable to in a way that's life-giving and uplifting. We're not we're not competing against each other and comparing ourselves, but we're 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 uh, fanning into the flames the things that the, the gifts of God and the gifts of the Spirit and the things that we're asking and believing for God to do in us. And and so, getting around people who are going in that same direction it doesn't mean we leave behind every single person who isn't. We just know I've got to have somebody who's doing this with me. Yeah. And and that's why that's why we have the church, man. That's why we that's why we that's why we do one uh, and gather people together, gather college students together. That's why we have Motion Act for high school and middle school students. That's why we have church on Sundays at the Marriott. It's because we we're hoping to gather people together, yeah. remind them, hey, there's more people doing this with you than you think. Uh, get you plugged into a small group and a group of people uh, to where we can go in the same direction together. You, when you have a bad day, I'm gonna have a great day, and I'm gonna pick you up, yeah. and vice versa. And so. Uh, because we, we don't want to start, we want to finish. Yeah, that's good. So Absolutely. If we don't quit, we win. That's right. Well, um, that was awesome. I thank you so much for coming Thanks for on. having me. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a couple of announcements to make here at the end. Uh, the first one is that excuse any noises you hear. You know, we're not in a sound room. It's, hey. It might be a little staticky. Hey, the budget's low right now, but yeah. that don't mean the content ain't good. So. Absolutely. The second thing is... Matt is a lot better at this than me, so he's actually going to be taking over the rest of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> he didn't know that until just now. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm not exactly sure when the next episode is going to be posted, so y'all just keep keep a lookout. Stay tuned. Yep. And don't forget to tune in to the next episode of For the One because it might just be for you. Mm.